for that season of Game of Thrones, dude. Yeah, it does look good. I cannot. I actually haven't seen shit about it, though, but. Really? I, oh. I'm keeping myself virginal. Bro, dude, and I'm I've gone back to myself. reading uh, uh, Storm of Swords, God, right? I have, yeah. I finally got to the Red Wedding chapters, and I can actually say, because some people say that the, the book is worse than the show. No. The yeah, show you know is why? worse than the book. You know book. also why? The the book didn't have that wonderful Reigns of Castamir in minor key. Just no, it it did have Reigns of Castamir. No, Jake. Oh, I you know couldn't what you mean. fucking hear right. it. Is my point. Well, well, the crazy like, they didn't part? have that in the background. The whole time I'm like, oh fuck, oh but fuck, dude, dude. The writing was so phenomenal for that Caitlyn chapter, dude. I cannot even begin to tell you because she heard the strings and like in the writing, she started singing the song in her head and she's like. Shit, and she tries to run to the door, and it gets barred. And then it, I think I actually got past there because it's one remember. of the um, was it Ryman Frey or something like that? Anyway, that's that's who she notices the ringlets on, and she slaps him and like slaps him so hard she splits his lip. And then she see Rob get hit with like the two or three crossbow bolts, right? And of course the uh, the small John like. Takes care of the table and all this shit. Oh, wait, no, I'm nowhere near that because I haven't even got to that what's-her-face girl. Dude. Fuck, where but, am I in that book? But the crazy part is whenever she sees, because ah, remind me, so as I remember, and I'm pretty sure this is right, in the show, Roose Bolton just puts the knife between Rob's ribs, right? He stabs him in the side no, whenever he says he Lannister. around and... Or it's either in the back or he comes around. Because in the book, he like straight gets a sword from behind and through his heart and twisted. Nice. And it's like Jamie Lannister sends his regards, you know? And then Caitlyn, whenever she sees this, she is so mad with grief. I had to read this like two or three times to understand what he was writing because his writing says something like, um, she felt the tear, the, the, the tears flow, the hot, salty tears flow. And then she felt, she felt 10, um, Raven's claws clawing at her face and she tasted the blood. And I'm like, Wait, what? And I read it again, and I realized she was so mad with grief, she started shredding her face with her own nails in grief. Like, she was, like, screaming and scratching her face. And it even mentions, like, she hears someone say, she's gone mad, you know? It's like, she's gone mad, put an end to it, you know? And um, and it mentions how um, whoever it was grabbed her by the hair, and that her thought was, Please don't cut my hair. Ned always loved my hair. Oh, yeah, dude. It was at the end of it because I was kind of dreading reading it because I was like, man, this shit, you know, it's it's kind of rough to watch. You know, after like two or three times, you kind of know what's happening. You're like, I really don't want to watch that again. (laughs) And uh, actually, no, it's worse with the mountain and the red viper. Like watching that, like where he gets his head fucking smushed. Yeah, that shit is. Like the whole like punch to the teeth and everything from then on, I uh man, I, I like kind of close my hubris. eyes now. But <laughs> but um no dude, like the writing was so so incredibly phenomenal. I cannot even tell you, dude. And uh, it led into like with Tyrion's chapter, you know, which it was pretty much just like the show, like the way it works, like whenever. Um, Tywin lets them know about, you know, and Joffrey's all giddy with joy and everything about Rob being dead. And uh, what was it? Oh, shit. I f- totally forgot. 
Oh, but no, in it, Tywin mentions that Caitlyn was supposed to be left alive. That they were just going to hold her prisoner oh. with with Edmure. That, that she was just going to be a prisoner also. She wasn't supposed to be killed. But she went full cray. Right, but even, um, who was it? Maybe it was Davos, the Davos chapter that was after it. You know, whenever they learn about it, and of course Melisandre's doing her whole, oh, two out of three kings thing, you know? And uh, Davos is like, the Fraser Cursed. What are they thinking to kill someone yeah. when there's guest right, you know? Yeah. And it does, like, the, the chat. The they Caitlin, tried doing that in the show with the whole Rat King thing, but, it but they did bad. But with, with the Caitlyn chapter before her Red Wedding chapter, she's telling Rob, look, you have to eat. Once you eat, you have guest right and all of this other stuff. They pound it so much leading up to that. And reading it, you're like, Oh, it's so it's obvious. so obvious. They're and just then, drawing a goddamn line. And then I read John's uh, today. I finished John's chapter for uh, the battle at the wall. Like whenever he sees Agret like dying, because it kind of works out a little bit differently. Yeah, because he doesn't know who did it. He doesn't right. even know if he did it. Right. Yeah. Right. And I so, know a lot for not having read that far. Right. But you know, <laughs> um, actually, in the chapter, like his whole thing, he keeps remembering quotes. From people like Ned and Benjen and Rob and even Theon, like he's carrying this thing. You know, he's got this longbow that he's ready to start knocking as and loosing as soon as he sees, um, uh, as soon as, soon as, as soon he, as he sees, sees Wildling show yeah. up, right? And he thinks of a quote that Theon mentioned, and he's like, "Theon Greyjoy was always a better hunter than I ever was," you know. But it's also like. You know, he's no slouch, with, but John's still no and slouch John's with the John's whole thing is he has no fucking sense of self. He really does not. He, yeah. He doesn't. And, you know, he's all, like, trying to tell uh, Agret that, you know, that he'll get her to Aemon and, you know, she'll be fine and just, you know, same way as the show. And yet and, he ends himself just full of regret. Right. <laughs> and then the and then the Magnar of Thin dies in the book whenever they set the the bottom part of the stairs on fire like the mm -hmm. third landing and below or something like that whenever they set those uh, um a uh, a flame with their uh, fire arrows that's whenever he dies he's like you know he did you know it's like he saw steer and then he didn't he never he didn't see him any time after that and i'm like i do kind of like the battle in the show though yeah like dude the the battle at the wall was fucking ollie <laughs> that little <laughs> prick ollie, dick dude. fucking Which, ollie the one that's similar to ollie his name is satin in the book um, that's kind of similar because he was a whore in Molestown. <laughs> also, Jake. But, yes. Okay, if he was a whore in Molestown, were there ever any knights in white satin? <laughs> that's pretty well played, Bob. Thank you, Jacob. That's Thank you well very played. much. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. And Jacob, I have some sad news for you today. Okay. It's your show. I am... Okay. Done with today. Okay. Just so drained. I I have no life to give these poor fucks. Right. So uh today today you have the reins. Casimir. Okay, <laughs> I beat you, motherfucker. <laughs> Although I do have one thing. I did find a really cool RPG that I'm probably gonna buy. 
because I'm just gonna have to just start saying fucking and have like games. It's called Scion. They're coming up with a. They're coming out with a second edition of it. Uh huh. Think American Gods. You guys are all basically uh, the sons or the children of. Pick a pantheon, Jacob. Yeah, there's different all the pantheons. Nice. And it's just basically uh, modern modern era, D and D ish. Found out it's uh, it's also done by Onyx Publishing, the people who are doing Pugmire. But it's off of the I uh, oh, I think it's the Fantasy Age system, where you have like the D sixes that you roll, and you have the I uh, the the stunts that you can do and things like that. It's it's a much simpler thing. It just deals with D sixes. So, okay. thing about. I'm going to get that, although it doesn't come out till October. So, also, nice. let me know if you want to, if you want it to get a look at it. I finally finished the Kineticist. Oh, dang, really? Yeah, that was a slog. That's what it sounded like, dude. Holy fuck, butters, Jacob. That that folder is like, I, I need to get it. I'll probably end up hopping on uh, that Discord channel tomorrow or something and talking to the people on there. But, uh, it. It's gonna need some work because it is not. It is barely alpha at this stage. Well, and bring some of the information with you on Sunday too. Hey B, I just told you it's on a drive. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. I can just fucking share it, and I and the you know since Google's Google, you can easily add a comment. You should. I've already have shitloads of comments on it. Like yeah, this is probably broke. Like like there's an ability called suffocate where if you're water, air, or aether. I really fucking hate that word aether. It's ether. I I just always ether. But I, uh, yeah. you can block off someone's air, and you can choose to have a burn on you to automatically make them fail their first save, and become like well originally it because you know with Pathfinder it was like third uh, third edition where zero hit points you're still technically functional right to where basically if they fell if you can make them fail the first one they're automatically at zero they fell a second one they're unconscious. This one I'm making it restrained. And you you the only save in here, the actual save, is each on your turn, I uh, that save is also part of you trying to tell somebody it's happening. Dang. You can't talk if you yeah, you you oh I'm sorry, you can pull a because uh, basically with a holding your breath, it's a number of minutes equal to your constitution modifier. But if you accept one point of burn, you pull all the fucking air out their throat. And yeah, if they fell twice unconscious damn done dude. just two rounds done damn like but that's not the most broken skill that i had that i came in one of them is just simple uh it's a hold it's like an elemental hold to where like you can use uh, you can only use it with earth water because of ice or i think it's just earth and water because you can't really hold people with fire and basically you just toss it up on somebody they're restrained not or they're grappled, not restrained. Right. But if you cast it on somebody who already is, so if in the next turn you do it again and they're they didn't break it, and they fell that save, I, I wrote it down to where they fucking can't move at all. They are they are stunned for a minute because think about it, you just encase them in fucking rock. But if somebody hits them, they then, get a new go because right. think about it, there's a new hole. Like it, the the integrity's been compromised, so you have another chance. But I think that's going to be the most broken fucking ability. Just like, nope, fuck you. And I also need to change the levels because in the book it's like uh, level one, level two. It never goes above level eight because Pathfinder's stupid. In the level it has, 
is technically one half of your uh, kineticist level. Which makes no fucking sense. Why not change the level to the kineticist level? It right. is complicated for no fucking reason, which is why I'm trying to convert it, because I want to play it. <laughs> I want to play Dan. But, yeah, it's so I'm working on it. It's Well, cool. It's been a slog. All right. <laughs> it's been a bit of a slog. I'm working on that, and I... God, what else have I been working on? Because I know I was working on something. Oh, Pugmire. I'm backburnering that for a bit because I can't play it with two people. Yeah. So I'm backburnering it till because Fran is about to explode. She's just waiting. Her reason was like, I honestly, I don't want to be playing and then just my water break all over your couch. It's like, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, and I, I kind of have some bad news also, Bob. So, um, or some uh-huh. sad news. All right. Okay. So I, I sent you that text message to let you know that Kurt Russell was on Bill Simmons' podcast, I right? I forgot about that, okay. Dude, first of all, amazing. Like, listening to Kurt Russell, like, in an, in this kind of setting was awesome. Okay. because yeah, he's but, 80% charm, 90% Kurt fucking Russell. But I took one thing and one thing alone from that interview. If I was to tell you, huh? A boner. <laughs> yeah, kind of sore. Um, <laughs> if I was to tell you... That there was one role that Kurt Russell was in that Patrick Swayze turned down. What would you guess? Really? It to be? Big Trouble? Nope. Oh, Tango. He, Swayze, was going to play Gabriel Cash and he turned it down. That's good. And I'm sorry because he would have been a Russell. shitty Gabriel yeah, he Cash. Yeah, he would not have he does, been. He is not that, that rugged guy. He's that, he's that too cool for school. He would have been. Well, no, he would have sucked as uh, Ray Tango, too. No, because if, if you think about him, like like him and Point Break is one thing, but him no. and Tango Just because and he has that been... same 80s mullet. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. Dude, I, like, in capital letters, wrote Swayze turned down role of Gabriel Cash in my notes app on my phone <laughs> because I could not believe that he, that he turned it down and that's how Kurt Russell... Came up on and it. well, Patrick Swayze really only was he 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 didn't take every role because he did the movies he wanted. Yep, and that's pretty and much yet, what somehow it was. he did next to Ken. He, and he doesn't feel like <laughs> and he doesn't feel like that he was that he's a star. Like he was super humble. He's like, I, I'm not a star. I wasn't a star in the '80s. He's like, I did good movies with good people. Oh no, he was a B movie. He was he was all over the B movie scene <laughs> because you know Simmons tried saying you know you have Goldie Hawn who's a star and you who's a star and he's like no, I've never been as big of a star as what Goldie Hawn was. God no, no. He's like Goldie is a people don't remember foul play. You can only be like that True. if you're a a star because foul play is fucking horrible. Yep. But whenever they were like they started talking about Tequila Sunrise. Which is actually I have a, not fucking. I don't think I've ever fully seen the movie. It's actually a pretty good flick. But and then, because um, he was talking about how one of his favorite people to hang out with is uh, Mel Gibson. You know, especially after a few beers, like Mel. <laughs> like he's like he gets hilarious. But he said the same thing about Sylvester Stallone. He's like, I love spending time with with Sylvester. He's like, we had a great time on set. And he's like, even afterwards, like, if we get together, it's like burning the midnight oil. Like, nice. you know, whether it's Sylvester or Mel Gibson. And I'm like, dude, he's been like. So they a- start singing fucking Australian political ballads? Maybe. You know, but, you know, burning the midnight, midnight right. oil. Hot away, that's when the earth is turning. 
Bow, bow, bow. Or no. no, Jake, you Whatever. don't have to try to anyway. go to a falsetto. Yeah, dude. I mean, dude, you can just anyway. do it. And it, you don't have, you don't have to see like <laughs> this every time. Yeah, dude. You can just fucking try to actually, you know, just. But I can't. That's the thing. It's like, I don't have the range to yes, actually you do. hit a you start high note. By t- I can't It's do not it. a high note. I, I, that, for me, it is. To me, I know. But no, he, he didn't have a high voice. The fuck is wrong with you, Jacob? You need to go back and listen to that part of the song, dude, because his voice totally gets up there. No, it doesn't. It does, Bob. Anyway, Jacob, so Jacob, you poor but no, soul. it was it was fun listening <laughs> to how you know because he said like even on Tombstone, like him and Val Kilmer hit it right off. Like he's like, I love Val, but I can only talk to Val for so long because he's just he can like go like way out there on stuff. But she's Val Kilmer, and I was like, dude, but if you watch Tombstone, you can tell you can tell in movies whenever people get along and when they don't. Yeah. I think it total. There's no amount of editing. That can cut out uh, tension uh, between. Uh, well, um, Pacino and fucking I uh, and uh, De Niro fucking hate each other. And that scene in Heat, the the diner scene in Heat, was actually two different shots. They would they refused to film that movie together. They fucking hated each other. So basically, with them sitting across from each other in a diner. It's just because they're so good fucking actors that you don't realize they're not actually talking to each other. They really are. And then Pacino got an Oscar in every fucking every fucking goddamn role was that shitty Cajun voice. This motherfucker was in Dog Day Afternoon. He does not need to be doing that shitty voice in every role for no other reason than that's what when he got the Oscar. Fucking bullshit. Even though he got the Oscar as a gimme. The Oscars are bullshit, Jake. Have they're so seen, bullshit. Have you seen the first two Godfathers? Yes, they're okay. fucking amazing. Third sucks dick, but it does. <laughs> I've I didn't. I made maybe I got maybe an hour into the third one. I'm like, I can't watch this, dude. But I got an hour into two, it on Fox. That's how much I couldn't care less about it. The first two, man, though. Oh. Yeah, it's just but really good. Did filmmaking. you at least try to get? Did you at least try to listen to some of Kendrick? I Lamar's told you it news? would be a tick. I know, but still, I was no, hoping maybe you would have. I didn't because I spent my entire day busy as fuck, Jacob. That shit is, dude. I'm talking. It's like it's it's fire, dude. Like that entire thing is one big story. It is. Oh, he made a concept album. Yes, and you nice. want to know what the actual underlying concept of it is? I I I had just started underlying to, concept with all of his albums. I had just started listening to it, and then I read this article on um, by one of the writers on the Ringer, which is like Bill Simmons. I'm not gonna site. I'm not gonna salt you on that because sometimes that that actually adds a new layer. It to does. It. So the the writer is uh, Micah Peters, and he was writing about how the the um, the entire thing is Kendrick trying to trying to understand religion its role in his life and in the world and what it does to himself and to the world and what it can do to society so kind of like lion the witch in the wardrobe like the narnia books because that's why the narnia books except except a little more urban <laughs> and a little uh, less no white. no no lion jesus <laughs> no no with this mr is mr tumness in it <laughs> dude and you'll understand this the one song that that really that really shines through with this 
with this theme is the the song Fear. It's the longest one on the album because most of them are like three, maybe four minutes long. This one's like almost eight minutes long, but there's a lot compacted into it. Is there it. a nice little flow to the album? Kind of. Oh, like, the, like the, the, the fact flow, that you had to sigh. I mean, I know. I, I know I what you just mean. Like, the like going one yeah. to one. So the first half of the album, there is. And then like, it falls in that trap most albums do to where it gets of. a little buddy. So around... Or at least starts losing Element, its thread. Element was, is probably still my favorite track on there, and it's like the third one. Once it hits like four or five, it, it's like the threads start to break a little bit, and Fear is like number eight, no, number nine, cause, uh, or ten, because I think number eight is Triple X with U2, which I didn't listen to all of that, so... That should be pretty obvious why I didn't listen to all of that one. But um, hey, hey, the Wanderer, the, Johnny, you found out oh, a way yeah. to properly water down you two, and that's fucking Johnny Cash. They could not ruin the Wanderer, even with Bono in yeah. Edge's fucking one note progress. Like Ed, Edge only knows two fucking chords, and he will play them for you whether you like them or not. With a shit ton of reverb. Spoiler: It's always not. With a shit ton of reverb. God, dude. he fuck. Like I don't understand how YouTube's a thing, but I don't but no, they couldn't ruin the Wanderer. They couldn't or, ruin Johnny Cash's. Yeah, the Wanderer. It is the Wanderer, Jake. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so, um, and then fear like cranks it up and takes it to a whole other spot. And then it kind of tapers down. Like the very last track is actually kind of like smooth and slower and it's, it's got a different feel to it. It's a perfect ending to the CD. Like it's, I think it's called Duckworth. It's, it's a perfect ending to, (laughs) to the entire thing. And it ends the same way as it begins with the same statement. Palindrome. Something like, um, I took a walk outside today or something like, or I stepped outside my door today. Something like that. It says it at the, the very start of the very first track, and it's also the very last thing that's said on the very last track. Um, but no, it's it's good, dude. I'll have I mean, to I will try to give it a try as soon as I can, but I just I haven't walked to work in a while and I was walking to work and I just decided well, as always, like, you know what? I want to hear a peppy song. I put on a peppy song. Then a fucking song from the goddamn Hamilton album comes on. It's like, well, it looks like I'm listening to the fucking all. I but still like, need to listen to that mixtape, the Hamilton mixtape. No, just get the actual album. Well, it's on Apple Music, but the mixtape also has some Chance the Rapper on there. And here's the thing about that. I am so sorry Chance the Rapper got big. No, I am absolutely sorry that Chance got known for one simple reason. He's now a fucking cookie cutter goddamn rap act. Every oh my god, that fucking song you sent me with him in uh Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne. Horrible. He was absolutely atrocious, Jake. You know why? Because he was fucking produced. The acid dude, seriously, you need to try to get the acid rap. Uh because it's seriously it's a mixtape he put on his site. Absolutely free. There's no reason not to have it. His the the song uh, with Childish Gambino is amazing. Fucking uh, the the hoodie song is oh so good. This entire fucking album is really goddamn good. And then I hear that I hear what happened when he started making waves, and it 
was bog fucking standard modern trap bullshit is what it was. And it pissed me off to no end. Hell, just simply saying he did a fucking song with 2 Chains should have been fucking enough. Oh, 2 Chains fuck, fucking ruins that sucks song. ass. Yeah. No, 2 Chains ruins everything. Like, existentially. That motherfucker ruined the Battle of the Bulge. All right? He fucked everything. That motherfucker... It's the reason He's Napoleon the reason why the baby brother died in Legends of the Fall. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he would have let Brad Pitt's boy see. <laughs> oh, and some more music stuff I found. So I looked at the... Um, the soundtrack list for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Have you seen that? I haven't yet, but... Last I, I looked, my comment was actually the most liked comment on the Nerdist, <laughs> oh on the Nerdist article. Mainly because of what I said. The One of the songs that the movie opens to, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. Well, no, it should, because Mr. Blue Sky is one of the best songs. But no, ELO is was my point. Because oh. in it... Like in the thing, like uh, James Gunn talks about how much he loves ELO, and I'm like, dude, I love that he's showing them, showing them some respect like this. Between, I was like, you know, ELO has gotten lost in in the entire rock they were and roll never timeline because half their songs sounded a bit like. Well, Queen tried sounding a bit like ELO. Right, but they've gotten so lost, but I'm like, you know, maybe between this and them being inducted God, into Mr. the Rock Blue and Roll, Sky. them being <sighs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, maybe this might help bring people to ELO, because ELO is like the the lost treasure of rock and, and roll. And it should not be. It, it should, should just not. be the, a ELO treasure. ELO is, yeah, yes. No, they're like, not the treasure. They should just be a, a treasure. treasure. They really should. Dude, I'm and I was just so delighted whenever I saw Mr. Blue Sky. I was like, yes, yep. That no, no. I love how that song is genetically engineered. All right, that song was created to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Everything about that song, no matter how shit your day is, gets better when you hear Mr. Blue Sky. Just like, come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen is a is a bit of a it's banger. My, it's my ult, it's my ultimate happy song, regardless of the mood that I'm in. As I soon will, as I, I hear admit, that my, fiddle play, I'm like, yes. It is my number one drunk song. What? Come back on, when we drank. Back when I was like, like drinking a bit. Space. Uh, actually, it was before I started. Well, I didn't was have it? to watch Space, Jake. It was goddamn. Come on, Eileen. BB taught us music. But you said the whole drunk part, and it just made me think of that scene with Brian at the club. Oh, yeah. Why he's afraid to go to clubs. Oh, yeah. But no, no, no. On the way back, (laughs) oh, my God. Just come on, Eileen came on. You fucking roll down that window, just smacking the guy. Ah, that and uh, a close second. Always a close second. Uh, Sweet Caroline. It It is the basic bitch answer, but Sweet Caroline's good. Well, it's it, no song sung blue, but it's a great song. If I go to Boston this summer, it will I will go to a Red Sox game and during the seventh inning stretch they always sing Sweet Caroline. So I will make sure to record like oh, thirty nine thousand people recording it. And I could like, ask Sarah, she may actually still have a copy because that's the only thing I've ever done in a karaoke. And when I one of our friends was going out to Seattle, he had a party. And they made me do karaoke. He's like, bitch, you're putting on Sweet Caroline. 
Dude, so I had to well, do. And that makes me think one of the best times I ever had in a car was for Josh's uh, bachelor party. No handy? Whenever we were in the focus. Oh, God, when I broke my listening voice. listening to all those. No, no, no. Uh, dear viewers, I- I'm going to walk you through this, okay? So Jake had an album called uh, Love Hurts. Or Love Stinks. No, this was one of my mixes. We've had, I know, Jake, we've had this conversation. You had both the album, both the the good one and also the one that had nothing but heartbreak songs, which also had Every Rose One was Feel Like Making Love, and the other one was Love Love, Bites. Love Bites, thank you. And that's the one we were listening to. And they were Rhino CDs. For all of those those few of you out there, you will know what a Rhino CD is, so. All right, so, we, uh. Pops on every rose has its thorn because I have this fun little thing that I always did that voice. Jake didn't know about because it's something I started doing out here because of drinking. It was a little when I first moved out here, well, one of the times, but I uh, where you kind of start making fun of Stevie Nicks by doing the the vibrato in your voice, and you was like every rose has it. You start doing the goat gurgle. <clears throat> well, Jake liked this, made me do hilarious. it again. And then again, and then again. Mainly to Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, no, it was to every rose. We, you had us play. Oh, we listened to Bon Jovi plenty, but no, Jake, you ha- you replayed every rose has its thorn at least six times. Well, see, here's the thing, Bob. That was a different CD because I had a mix CD. Listen, this okay. mix CD started out with Ask DNA because God. we were jamming out to ask DNA. God, I need to fucking I really I really need to find the that disc because I remember Mike gave me a disc of all, all the, the shit cuz he had Bebop that sound. Yep. Well, no, even from that live that live yeah. uh, like, cuz he had yeah. the whole thing because where he had, he had the that box super set. special edition, yeah. yeah. So yep. he gave me a he uh, he, did. he he burned yeah, a copy. No, he didn't burn, he copied it cuz it was actually the files. I can't find it. And oh my god, some of that shit was so Good. Dude, I have not, like, no joke. Fucking Yoko have, Kano, man. I have oh. not heard Ask DNA probably in, like, 10 or 12 years. Right? It's been a long time. Oh, never time mind. My since. anime's over there. I was like, hey, where is it? Because I know I have the Cowboy Bebop movie somewhere. <laughs> I have not heard that song in so long, and I may end up having to listen God, to it. God, she was a good composer. But I'll she is, see if it's is. on Apple Music. But, no, because that CD, it was a mix CD. Yes, it had Every Rose on it. But it had like Ask DNA. It had some other driving tunes that we were all singing along with because it was awesome, and it really was. That was a fun trip. That was probably the funnest from Somerset to Lexington trip. Maybe actually, that yeah. I personally had ever participated in. Uh, well, there's there was a couple with me and Bunny, even though it was just a one-two kind of thing of us just being shitheads. Right. I kind I absolutely I. Love to death that that year before I we I moved out here because I con- I got I didn't even con I got so much fucking money off of our shithead dad because it started like me and Bunny were just gonna go somewhere I can't remember which or no Jeff was wanting to go to one of those two they were wanting to go to a comic store it was like hey uh, me and Bunny are gonna go to the things like okay you want some money it's like I, I guess because I never wanted to ask that motherfucker for anything because like we're talking cold sweats just talking to him and I was like sure and then eventually like I was like hey dad going out there like I'm going out dad hey dad mainly because he was you know probably selling meth at the time so he just wanted he me was, out of the way this so is like yeah he was oh yeah he was like a motherfucker oh that makes me think rest in peace Charlie Murphy 
because oh, we yeah. hadn't recorded leukemia, since then. right? Dude, I didn't even know he had leukemia. I had no idea. Challenge him! <laughs> Challenge him! <laughs> and make sure your peoples is there to see, too! God, he was a, yeah, he was a good writer. He was. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? Okay, so no, I tried, um, finally tried the, the closed beta for Gwent. Um, so how did Triple Triad do you? It actually wasn't that bad. Like, is it all PvP, uh, player versus player kind of stuff, or is it you and computer kind of like? It's going to be more game? PvP stuff, almost like a Hearthstone. Yeah, and I think that's my biggest beef with the way the they meta have it game currently bullshit. set up. Yeah, well, not that. So Gwent within Witcher Three, I absolutely love. That is probably my favorite part of Witcher Three is playing Gwent. Like, playing people at Gwent. It's so but much But playing fun. somebody who's also playing somebody at Gwent might be a... But they added extra stuff to the cards for the card game game. Yeah. And I'm just... I get why they did that, because... Not a fan. That's what the game is. It's, it, you know, the game is going to be about the card game itself. But, you know, you don't have to add extra abilities... To, to cards like a ballista it's like oh so knock three strength off of a card of your choosing so if a card is just like has three strength so it just goes to the graveyard but i'm like you don't have to do all that you could just have the ballista having like it's five strength and it just goes into the siege warfare section and just leave it as it is i get why they do it because i mean why didn't you leave that as a note because jake i I know we sort of touched on this a bit. You're in a closed beta for a fucking reason. Right, but see, <laughs> and I, I need to figure out how to give that feedback. I don't think it's going to change because I think it's going to be that way because of Hearthstone, the popularity of Hearthstone. Well, hell, you should see what Elder Scrolls is doing. They're taking that Hearthstone shit and shooting it in the dick. They're having their own fun. They're making just a card game that's really weird in its own right. But... But it, intuitive, and it has it's turned it kind of into like a Hearthstone or Magic the Gathering, and it's kind of uh, just adding a layer to it that I personally don't like. It's not game breaking to me. It's not game breaking. It might be deal breaking. I'm like, I'll just play Gwen a shit ton in Witcher Three instead. But no, like uh, just find a way to give that feedback, Jake. Because if enough, if that might have been something they didn't think about, it's like, hey. It should be as a siege thing. Has to deal with the siege thing. Don't have it affect other things. Like, put your reason why because that's the point of being in a beta, not yeah. a oh, a closed beta. The point of being in a closed beta is to give feedback, not just so you can play it before everybody right. else. And no, and that's why I kind of wanted duty. to, I, and I will because I wanted to do. I wanted to see what they had set up. That I was curious to see what they were going to do and how they were going to develop it into a game. And I don't I want I would love for Gwent to be its own game because I have that much fun with it in Witcher 3, but it doesn't need all that extra shit. Now, it did add actually um the dwarves, what Skellige. It added Skellige as a faction. I've only played like an hour of the first oh. Witcher. Okay. Um <laughs> And it did. I bought add, it all on GOG, and I never got around to playing it. And it did add some. Um, it did add some neutral style cards, you know, like in Magic: The Gathering, how they were like the bronze colored kind yeah. of thing. They added cards like that, which I actually like. I just need to give that feedback because I'm like, it doesn't need all that extra. Like there was some things already on some cards, like within the game, 
like um like oh someone is immune to you know whatever weather effect or something like that some of those cards already had it but the majority of the cards now have something extra to it and i'm like it doesn't need to be you know i i don't know yeah sometimes you just want a bunch of 1-1 one, one goblins. We'll see. Okay, no, that's a perfect example because I was about to say that. So with the goblins, yes, it has a strength of like, or ghouls, has like a strength of one or three in the monster deck, right? And in Witcher 3, it's the same, that it has the same ability. So basically, if you play one, all the others you have in your deck are then played. Yeah. Oh, it's a horde. It's a horde card. Okay. Yeah, and so the monster deck especially has a lot of those because there's a lot of like low strength cards. But it's like if you play this one, all others in your deck play them on the board. Yeah, also. Yeah, because that's your whole your whole bag is low cost minions that just harry because I don't know like Cody's fucking goblin deck, his goblin haste deck Dude, that I, had nothing but fucking goblins in fucking lava hammer or er, lava axes. Say, mine didn't have very many goblins in it. It was more of the instants instead of the the goblins. He had a shit ton more goblins in his than I did. Oh my though. god, all the haste. He had all the raptors, goblins and fucking lava axes. That's all he had and it was a beast. Although I fucking wrecked his face with my red green mix deck of where I had my uh, my my sorcery and a cup in about three monsters in red to where I could just fucking ruin his one ones because as long as it survived the attack round, the the round, all of its health came back. One was a 2-2, two, two, another was a 3-3, three, three, another was a 4-4. Four, four. So I could waste his goddamn deck. And how could I waste his deck? Oh, I don't know. All my greens had an ability to give all my people trample. So it's like, bam, 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 bam. Oh, and what's this? I have one. I have this one card that technically costs 12 to cast, but and its ability is summon 366 uh, worm tokens with trample. But it had this wonderful thing called flashback to where you can play it from the graveyard. It only costed six. So if I had to discard a card, a boosh. Oh, look at that. You got worm tokens, bitch. Yep. <laughs> I fucking ruined his deck just because I was able. I just all I had was land, a shitload of tramples and fucking drums. Oh, I wrecked his shit. Oh, no, wait, that was before. I never played him once I got Seize the Day, which is the most broken card in the game for that deck. Because after you get done with this with this attack phase, untap everything, draw. Or, I'm sorry, you start over again, and by untapping them, hey, everything goes back. And then start another attack phase, followed by a draw phase. So you attack, untap, attack, and then draw. Yeah, it was a fucker. And remember those, those one things I said that said as long as they survive... Yeah, damn, <laughs> it was beast. So I've I've got one more thing to cover here, Bob. I sure. think. So I've been noticing something this week, and I'm curious to get your perspective because I am, needless to say, I'm way more uh, extrovert than yourself. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to debate that. You don't consider yourself. Uh, you don't. I'm being a shithead. Oh, of course, okay. I'm introverted. Okay. Have we not talked about my bathroom rules? <laughs> okay. That's true. Okay. So, but here's here's what I've been noticing. Have you, since we both do call centers and talk to people over the phone, have you found it easier to talk to people like over the phone than in some like social face to face situations? Not really. No, because I gesticulate too much. 
as do I, but everybody's like, you're so loud. They're like, my customers can hear you whenever you're talking to yours. And I'm like, well, guess what? Corner office, motherfucker. Get me the corner (laughs) office. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm loud. It's there's no. And like when my ear went fucking Berkey, it got worse. I was just curious because it is. I actually feel really. I didn't know how at ease I would be at talking to people over the phone because I'm still one of those people. I don't mind like if I have a like a situation with a credit card or something. I don't mind. I would rather call and talk to somebody than try to use like online tech support or something like that. I'd rather call and talk to somebody. Um, and hell, I did that with blizzard i've done that with microsoft i've called and been on hold with those kind of places you know but here's here's the thing though i've been kind of surprised at how easy it is and i actually have found that i really don't have any issues talking to people on the phone i i don't i don't feel like there's like some uh some haze of I can read people better in physical, so I can kind of tell where it should go and when I should stop a lot better in the face-to-face. As can I. I would agree with that. I'm I'm the same way. I, that's one of the reasons why I prefer face-to-face, but I think sometimes I'm, I'm getting better at hearing, like, the different fluctuations of voice, and that's the way that I'm trying to then read the emotion of the situation. Does that make You're sense? You're cold reading. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get because, I mean, heck, I didn't even know if I'd be good at customer service. First time at a till at the fucking job I had previously, I got a secret. I got a, not first time, but first day I was on the till. I got a secret shopper and I got a perfect. So <laughs> I've, I've it's had... just, I, I'm shocked because, well, people say, oh, you're so good with people. It's like, Actually, I'm good at faking it. I'm really good at it because, like, I I am a duplicitous fuck. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I turn around. It's like hexadecimal from fucking reboot. Right. Happy, sad. Happy, angry. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Hexadecimal. That's a fucking pull. <laughs> uh, so I've had 10 surveys conducted on me, right, where they've opted in. And for me, all 10 have been perfect. Nice. Have been perfect surveys. Which I do. I take time with people, you know, and I I build rapport with people on the phone the same way I do face to face because I'm not disingenuous. You know, it's like, hey, how are you doing? I love it whenever I talk to people from the South and Uh I'm like, especially if they're from North Carolina, I'm like, I love North Carolina. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Dude, there's this, I got... I actually had a call from somebody that gave me some kind of ASMR trigger. They had the perfect fucking setup to their voice. I was like, man, I could talk to this chick for fucking hours. Like, this actually made my neck tingle. Like, fucking A, keep this conversation rolling, bae. Like, man, it was, it was, like, it hit that perfect fucking, I was like, God damn. (laughs) Like, so... Where you at? <laughs> like, it was weird that it like it just hit me like just that perfect that perfect tone of it. But nah, yeah, I kind of absolutely love. Like there was this one lady, I fucking like she was uh, in San Francisco and thing about San, I found out anytime I, I even told I even tell my reps now if you get a call from somebody in San Francisco they're gonna be a little angry. You know why? There's one place you can go. You can't, trucks are not allowed in the city. There's one little place you can be at. And if that's packed, you're fucked. 
so they get angry. And this lady was a little angry, but eventually just started talking shit. It's like, yeah, I keep my dog with me. They told me I can't, but they can eat my dick. <laughs> and Jake, that wasn't me paraphrasing. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, so I'm just talking shit for like, it's like, ah, the cues are dead. I'm going to fucking be on this call for like 40 minutes, yo. And I was on that well, call for 40 the, minutes. And the funny thing is, though, the people that I've actually had some of the easiest time with, other than Southern people, of course, have actually been people from New York. Like, even like New York City, New York. Like, New York City! Heart of Brooklyn, <laughs> New York, dude. Like, I've talked to so many people from there, and they've I get been some just good kind calls of. From Brooklyn, too. They've, they've just been kind of like. Uh, you go northern and they get kind of shitty because then they're basically Canadian. Well, I think I told you about I, the I get lady a lot that. Of pissy Canadians. I, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. I told you. Did, I think I told you about the lady. She's in the up in the Adirondacks. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm like that. You that told was us. Like perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the perfect customer. That lady was still one of my favorites that I've talked to in only like two months of all this. You know. And I think really what gets me is I can I get angry too. Like when somebody tells me something happened, I'm pissed off that it happened because now their day is ruined. And now, and I even explained to him, it's like, not only just because your day is ruined, now you had to call us back and it's wasting not only yours, but my time. This should have been done right the first time. And I'm sorry, give me just a second. And when I get back to him, I was like, thank you so very much. Is there a way like we can uh, make a comment on it? It's like, and at that point it's like, actually, sadly we don't, but you know, it's cool. We do. I just don't. I feel like a douche saying, "Hey, this person said I did good." Like, Man, fuck that! I got job. I got a job to do. I could give a fuck less if I get praise. Right. Just like I, ha- I end up getting fucking everybody pizza again Saturday because it was a fuck. Like we had server issues. Damn. Yeah, and it went dork. So I bought everybody pizza, and even as I got them, I still got pissed off at them because everybody left their fucking desks at the same time to get it. I was like, "Fucking stagger! What the?" fuck is wrong with you people and yeah like i freaking bit some kid's head off or some lady's head off because i already like i was already on break i just went on break i was like man i need a shit i'm about ready to get to go shit five minute pump and dump for bob god no this is gonna be my full 15 minute break Uh, (laughs) but uh so right before i get up something wrong with the system fuck then i got another one and another one, and everybody chatted me. So I'm walking up and down saying, okay, everybody, this is what's wrong. I'm calling help desk right now. I'm getting it taken care of. Every, this is all that's not working, and I'm calling help desk. Some girl comes over to me. He's like, I can't get this to work. I was like, you sit half a fucking, just, you sit 10 feet away from me. You fucking heard me. I looked you in the face. The shit. So I was like, I, well, you know, that's internal. Right. So basically, course. like, I know. I'm calling them. I'm talking to them right now. We're taking care of it. And just fierce gaze. <laughs> and, but the fierce Ugh. gaze is more because she sits close to you and she should have heard that. And no, have been for her, no, that stuff. was, I'm already ran ragged. I need to shit, lady. You fucking heard me. I looked at you and said this. Go. Lucky bastard. <laughs> Dude, seriously, every time in boot camp, they'd be like, Five minute pump a dump. You'd see everybody like run to the head to, to go take a shit. And I'm like, you fuckers are crazy. There's dude, I could not pull my pants down, get one turd out, and then wipe my ass in five minutes. 
How in the hell are you all doing this? Because how much fiber is in your diet, <laughs> dude? That's why I would wait until lights out. <laughs> Poor Ollie's even sad for me. I would I would wait till lights out. I would go in. I'd take my nice 30, 45 minute shit. Would sit there, write a letter, and I would kill two birds with one stone. Go to bed a happy man. I would just go back to my rack. And, dude, we were, like, on fucking, like, which one's smaller, twin or full? I forget. Twin. Yeah, we were on, like, twin-size racks, dude. They were fucking small. And so I would just lay there, roll over, and I'd be out. Because we always, dude, we could not be in, we couldn't even walk around in just underwear. We always had to have clothes on in the compartment. Like, if we were in the head, like, shower time, you know, by the time we left that shower, we had to have our PT shirt on. At least we or whatever shirt that they said. Big had, Kojima fans. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> we had to have. We had to have a shirt on, and we had to have PT shorts on. No matter what we did, we had to have PT shorts on underneath our um our NWU's PT shorts. What were you guys a bunch? Of, is the Navy full of never nudes? <laughs> Dude, that's the way it feels. Whenever, whenever we're wearing our Navy sweatpants, we've got PT shorts. Under them, so I would I would go to bed like uh you know like with my Pee-pee sweats tuckers. on, and at, eventually like whenever I ended up in the fit division and then got over to um to the TSU to the, so the in between to the in between uh, division, um the in between division, dude that compartment was so motherfucking cold. I slept with like my hoodie on and with covers and bundled up and would be fucking freezing at night. It was so cold in that building. But I'm like, that just goes to show you in my building or ship, the the Arizona, dude, like never had that issue. It never got too cold in that compartment. Like it was always fucking warm in there. But no, we go over here to I'd rather be cold than warm. Oh man. Dude. Because if you can't take off your uh, pants, like I'm fucked. If I can't strip a bit to to relieve the the like the you could wear you could wear your PT shorts to bed, but um I didn't I didn't use my covers, so I would wear my sweats to bed because I would just sleep on top of my. For some reason, I still have to have a cover, dude. I dude, I if need you had to fold that shit. You would be like. Hell no. Hell no. Like, but I moved too much. I'd have like to fold sheet. it anyway. Like, the sheet is one thing, but um, the blanket that they give you, they're all cut odd, so you could never get them folded 100% correctly. And Just to it's fuck like, with you? Yeah, and it's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's just staying at the foot of the bed. I'm wearing socks and my sweatpants, and I'll just curl up and go But, to Jake, that's how you get ingrown toenails. Yeah, that flip-off's right back at you, you dumb fuck. Yeah, everybody, you, you always tell me. That's why you have ingrown toenails, because you wear socks to bed. Like, no, it fucking isn't, Jacob. You and your goddamn bullshit farmer's almanac reasoning motherfucker. You piece of shit. Oh, man. But, yeah, anyway, <laughs> that was just like a whole tangent. Uh, so. Uh, so, basically, a normal episode? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alrighty, that's about going to do it for us today. Oh, wait, real quick. Did you see that article well, I shared from Kotaku? No. Where the original StarCraft is free, you can actually get the original yeah, StarCraft no thanks. for free. I'm not a fan really? of StarCraft. I don't really like RTSs. See, I love RTSs. Not man. a fan. See, one of the first things I'm hoping to look for with that, <laughs> Civilization Six. 
Not I Age of Vampires? Civilization. Or not Age of Mythology? Age of Mythology. That was our shit, Canada dude. Bear! Canada Bear, son. Which we got into a shouting argument because for some reason I thought it was a polar bear. Shouting argument. Fucking yelling at each other. Just because for some reason in my head, even though I know he wore the Canada flag, I could have sworn it was white. Wow, like that was a, we got pissed. <laughs> was that for an episode? No, oh. that was just us. <laughs> Imagine that. All righty, y'all, that's about going to do it for today's episode. I really like saying it like that. That's about going to do it. <laughs> roll with it. All righty. Uh, for today's episode, at least, I would like to apologize for not having an episode last week because Sinuses I got suck. sick. And then Jake, I got sick the week prior. Then Jake got sick last week. Dude, my sinuses like just just straight me over, fucked dude. right to where it was just what well, were you drip? Well, I can't drip. It's just straight clogged. No, it wasn't running. It was like clogged, but I would get some of like the post nasal drip going on, and it, I it was that just, was the only relief I had. And dude, my head just felt like. Like scanners. if you just took like scanners. yes scanners, if you just took like a small little needle and thunder. poked it, then you it went would thunder. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. It but was... yeah, it was we were we were kind of bad off. So sorry about that. Uh, I guess our new system will probably end up being Saturday mornings because I tend to I I have a bit of time before work on Saturday, so I edit it then and upload it. So right now, currently. We're uploading them around Saturday morning, so keep an eye on that. We are your new Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, you poor fuckers. <laughs> we are the Ronin Warriors of the podcast uh, world. No, Jacob, that came on at <laughs> oh, 9 o'clock Monday during Friday. Monday through Friday, yeah. you motherfucker. That's true. Okay, we are the Clerks cartoon of podcast. I, I faked being <laughs> sick and missing the bus far too much. Dude, Ronin Warriors was the Ronin shit. Ronin Warriors! <laughs> that shit was awesome. Yeah, it was. I... Uh, Oh, uh, down G! <laughs> Armor of the Wildfire! Uh, I'm going to watch that show. That is on Crunchyroll. The actual fucking import. Not Ronin Warriors. I need to finish watching Snatch on Crackle, and I need to finish watching Big what Little Lies. But. Come on! All right, <laughs> but no, I start. I watched the first episode of Big Little Lies on HBO Go, the one with Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, and Shailene Woodley, where they play sure. like moms in Monterey, California, or some shit. But yeah, it's based on a book. I'll let you know whenever I watch it what I think. Sure. Of it, whenever I finish it up, to finally get your freaking HBO shit to work. <laughs> Mine works just fine. It's just it's user error on your part why it doesn't. It has to be. But I think we also might. I was have also that. copy pasting Jake. That's think, the weird thing. I think. That we need to have a Game of Thrones rewatch before season seven starts. Oh yeah, that's gonna have to be a Sunday or Monday, Jake. Yep. Because I have one to. Oh wait, you have HBO, so I was like, I have through the means most people have the first three seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like I was saying, Saturday, Saturday, uh, around probably nine ish Mountain Times when you're gonna be getting this. Just so you know, until now that I said it, it's going to change again. <laughs> Probably. But hey, if you guys want to follow up on it to make sure you're, uh, you know when it's coming, subscribe to it on iTunes. Review it if you want. Fuck it. Or just pat us on the head. 
Well, considering half the no. people who listen to it know us, yes. <laughs> but, <clears throat> oh yeah, if you want to hit us up, Twitter is... At ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital, capital B, capital B, and capital Q. And then uh, at gmail.com. And you know what? Screw it. If you're a D&D nerd, if you liked Pathfinder and you actually want to see that freaking pre-made I, ha- I have for Kineticist, Hit, a, hit us up. I'll share it with you because I kind of need people to read it. It Trust me, though. It's my very first try at a class. I only played like one session, so it's not the best. But, hey, I kind of want to get it fleshed out. Yeah. It's, it's fucking – it's not even beta ready. It's straight up alpha. That's <laughs> all right. I haven't even got a playthrough yet, so I don't really care how – Like, yeah, it's kind of bad right now because a lot of things look broken. But, yeah, if you want to if you want to check it out, Hit us up on uh, Twitter or email us, and I'll send you the link to the uh, to the drive file. Just you know, don't fuck it up. I'll probably have to save a version of it. I, I probably should save a version of it now that I think about yeah, it. You probably should. Yeah. So I'll do that right when I get done with this. But I yeah. And is there anything else that we usually do for our wrap up? Because no, I could give two shits it. less if they give us talking that points. Covers it. It'd be cool, but fuck it. Yeah. Nobody ever really participates. Yeah. So you should. Considering this whole thing is me and you having fun shitting with each other, I I've stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. Well, listen to Kendrick Lamar's new CD and we I can would. talk about that. Maybe ignoring them would make them want us more. <laughs> <laughs> you are, are high school girls, <laughs> and we are the asshole quarterbacks. We will now start paying no attention to you. <laughs> Yo, Derek. Yo, Derek. We want to go to a kegger. Fuck this bitch. Wanna go a kegger? <laughs> okay, oh, alright. <laughs> Until next time, we here at a Brothers Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude, they don't. <laughs> <laughs>